The Invest in Her podcast is brought to you in part by Wells Fargo Bank. Hi, I'm Catherine Gray, founder of She Angel Investors and co-founder of the She Angels Foundation. I'm also the podcast host of Invest in Her and an award-winning producer, author, and TEDx speaker. Our show, Invest in Her, features phenomenal female founders and funders. As you know, women receive less than 2% of venture capital funding. Our series is about accelerating the funding of women by connecting them to funding resources. Let's meet today's guest. Welcome to this week's episode of Invest in Her. I'm your host, Catherine Gray, founder of She Angel Investors and co-founder of the She Angels Foundation. And as you know, on Invest in Her, every week we meet with really fascinating women who are either in funding or looking for funding. Today, I have on the founder uh, and general partner of Cassandra Capital. They invest in early stage for women and so excited to bring to the show Wendy McGowan Ellis. How hey. are you? I'm doing great, Catherine. Thank you so much for this opportunity. I'm looking forward to the conversation. Me too. Um, you know, I'm always in awe of and honor uh, any woman that is starting their own venture capital fund because that's that's a tough road, right? It is a tough road. You know, and our mission here at Cassandra Capital is to punch past the 3% point for women in VC. So yes, I think I just saw a stat earlier this week. Um, well, by the time this is coming out, it will be a couple of months that we... Uh, fell back to, uh, or we we rose from 1.9 in 2021 to 2.1 in 2022, I believe are the, the numbers that I've heard. And we've never, to give everyone context, we've never uh, received more than 2.6% of all VC funding in the history of venture capital, which goes back to the 50s. So well, you and you and I know we speak the same language. Like yeah. I have a movie coming out called show her the money yes. about this very topic of how we get less than 2% yes. uh, and how we're going to move that needle and how we're going to move it is exactly what you're doing. It's, it's more women starting their own funds, taking charge of this ourselves and more women becoming investors, yes. limited partners in these funds. Right. And, and that's why I really applaud what you're doing. Uh, also on your website, I noticed, I just wanted to throw this out, why women would want to invest in funds like yours that are women founders. Uh, you have on your website that 35% more ROI, return on investment, yeah. and faster and bigger exits, according to PitchBook, when you invest in women. Hello, why wouldn't you be investing in women, right? <laughs> yes, and and I think it's really amazing that women are continuing to build, they've, they've started, but are continuing to build growing and scalable businesses, like businesses that have the potential to be as big as Google, Facebook, et cetera. I mean, hello, chat GPT. Um, so I think that there, there's a lot of impact that is uh, starting to be made by women and we're not going to do anything over the next five to 10 years, but continue to uh, grow that ground, grow that pie, if you will, for all investors who are smart enough to take advantage. 
And, you know, you brought up a very good point uh, in the movie, uh, Show Her the Money. We do talk about the history of it, which you brought up. A lot of people don't know the history of this, how it was men that started venture capital funds right. in the 70s. Um, women were unaware of it, really, and couldn't even at that time get a credit card without a male signing for them, much right. less invest in a venture capital fund or start one, right? right. Uh, so it's taken us all these decades. It wasn't until, you know, the 2000s that women started to have angel groups and learn about angel investing. And then, of course, in like 2013, starting the very first women's venture capital fund, Edith Dorson out of uh, Harvard, uh, starting the, the very first fund that was focused on women for women. Um, and so since then, it's really cool to see this acceleration, especially in the last couple of years, I've noticed. Yes. And so, um, you know, you're one of uh, many women that are now starting their own funds, which is very exciting because I do believe, Wendy, that is what's going to move the needle, right? I do too. I do too. I, you know, we have a, 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 a phrase on our site about proximity to problems. And since women are 80%, we, we do 80% of the consumer purchasing globally. We do 85% of the healthcare decision-making and purchasing in the world. So it's our proximity to problems that helps us, I believe, be better founders, better board members, better C-suite members, and better investors because we understand what those problems are in the world that need to be solved. Absolutely. You couldn't have said it better. And with 80% of that buying power, you know, it'd be nice if we had 80% of that investing power. Yes. So we've got to work our way up to that. I mean, yes. absolutely. The world would be a better place. And, you know, if we're not investing in women and they have all these ideas and innovations, we are definitely leaving those innovations on the sidelines that can impact the planet in a positive way in every capacity from environment to healthcare to even wars. Right. Yes. Um, so it's really important that we fund women. And I'm so glad that you're a warrior on the front lines of that. What's your background that brought you, you know, what made you transition? Because a lot of women, they don't know about venture capital. How did right. you get into this space? So I'm going to give everyone hope. Um, I have an economics degree from UT Austin, but I've spent the majority of my career either as a serial entrepreneur um, starting several businesses that had marketing, digital strategy, digital engagement kind of focus, or working for some major consulting firms in the same arenas. And I think I finally figured out who I was supposed to be when I grew up um, in my late 40s when I left corporate America for the last time. So I'm coming at venture from an operator, a founder operator turned investor perspective rather than, you know, coming from the VC world, coming from hedge fund or PE world. I'm understanding what our portfolio companies are wanting and needing. I understand their story. I understand that women typically turn to friends, family, credit cards. They talk about SBA loans. They consider an SBA loan, which then probably puts their house on the line. Like we think of all the ways that we can sacrifice ourselves in order to build a business. 
men traditionally think of OPM, other people's money. And so I'm trying to also create that conversation around no June, Jane, Susie, Sally, you have a scalable business. Let's talk about getting other people involved from an investor perspective to help you grow and scale this thing instead of you sacrificing. And, probably, and, and helping women to understand that investing in these companies not yes. only is impact investing, helping other women, but can be very lucrative, right? Absolutely. I mean, you know, these women have viable businesses that just need an influx of your funding in order yeah. to help them grow so that they can merge or exit or whatever the case may be. And what an amazing opportunity, right? To get in on these ideas and inventions that otherwise the average person has never heard of. It's very exciting. It is exciting. And, and you know, because most women, uh, they build their business stably, consistently, um, you know, I don't want to say risk averse, but risk aware. We have a different mindset when it comes to building companies around risk. And so the, the state of the returns on these women-led companies are just, they're, it's really astounding. And there's so much data out there around what it means when you have a woman or several in the C-suite of a founding company and female founders and what their perspective perspectives are when it comes to taking risk, launching new product lines, how they uh, you know balance their budgets, how they go about spending versus saving versus versus investing in R&D in their companies. So it's just honestly there's just way too much data that says that investing in women is frankly, a better prospect for anyone who's wanting to grow their own wealth. You know, and here it is, uh, we're encouraging more women to, you know, look into venture capital, venture out to an angel group, learn about this, because it should be part of your portfolio. While also with all this research coming out, you would think more men would think, wow, I don't want to miss out on this. There needs to be a woman at the head of it, or at least part of it in order for it to be as successful as it possibly can be. And they should be taking note of that if they really want to have a, you know, less risk adverse investment themselves, right? Yes, yes. But it takes, you know, I, I'm definitely not man bashing on this podcast. It's it's all about education and getting men to understand that they don't have the perspective that we have on products, services, things that are out in the marketplace and to just create an open mind to where they are open to opportunities that they didn't even recognize was an opportunity. And, you know, to that point, and I mentioned this in a TED talk I did called Fund Women Save the World, is that people do tend to invest in people they identify with. Yes. This is the crux of the problem. If you have all white men sitting at the table, they tend to invest in other white men and they identify more with the product. But like you're saying, if they could just learn to open their mind up to listening to what some smart, accomplished women are telling them, hey, this is a product women are going to like. This is a product your daughters and mothers and friends are going to like. You know, they need to be open to that if they're going to be making really strong investments. So, you know, uh, but first, I think my first and foremost for me is getting more women to invest so that when women come in and pitch, they're seeing themselves sitting across from the table. You know, that's, that's, I think the 
most important right now. I totally and, agree. Uh, Could and, not and, agree more. And, and you have a very unique model with yours. And I always tell women, you know, if you're going to jump in, you're probably safer than it, it, to go into a venture capital fund instead of uh, trying to pick that winning horse yourself. Because when they go into a fund, they have the expertise of someone like yourself, the general partner who knows how to vet these companies and therefore it, it mitigates some of the risk, right? Yes, They're yes. pooling their money with several people and then it's being deployed into several different companies. So you're not betting all on one horse, right? Absolutely. And my fund is even different from what you're describing in that 80% of my portfolio my on this initial raise is going into four other women-led venture capital firms. Right. So I saw that. That is very different. Yes. Uh, so I'm a fund of funds, but 20% of the portfolio is going to stay here for direct opportunistic investments in the North Texas area. So fund right. one here in Frisco, Texas, so fund one is going to focus on North Texas. Fund two will uh, focus on the entire state of Texas. And then fund three, in my mission is to take this across the South. I'm looking for these opportunity zones, if you will, where women are treated more traditionally here in the South, we're treated more traditionally. Um, and so that limits opportunity for women to be founders and also for women to be agents in their own investing. And so that's a real mission. Also. Yeah. I like the way you say traditionally, very, uh, <laughs> very <laughs> correct. Yes. Yes. Uh, pretty proper. Uh, but you know, I love too that you're doing fund one and you're already looking for fund two and fund yes. three. So yes. I love that mentality. Um, and so uh, you feel uh, so right now you're focused on a, a certain part of Texas. What kind of companies are you investing in at this point? Uh, can you tell us about any of them? Of course, of course. So, so I'm mitigating that risk and allowing LPs to have opportunity to a ton of different industry exposure across those four uh, VC firms. So those firms are specializing in everything from fintech, health and wellness, active aging and longevity, robotics, sustainable construction, um, you know, climate, consuming, consumer goods, um, you know, sustainable beauty and fashion. So we're hitting a ton of different industries across those four VC firms. The direct investments here in the North Texas area, I'm are going to be industry agnostic at this point. At this point, I'm not putting a stake in the ground around an industry because I'm just getting a feel for the landscape here in Texas and what women are working on. However, I can tell you, I've got my eye on two different companies. One is a custom workwear suiting, luxury suiting company for women. It's founded by a woman for custom suiting for women at a uh, much more agreeable price point, um, but still custom, totally custom suiting. And then the other company that I'm looking at right now is a ticketing platform 
for companies who buy tickets to sporting events, live events, et cetera, for um, client, client uh, appreciation, how to manage those tickets within their own enterprise um, so that they are not wasting money and seats aren't going uh, unfilled, uh, whether that's a box suite or you know, front row right there on the on home court, those seats are not going um, empty um, and helping companies save money through their employee appreciation. So that's a really fascinating one. Um, that woman started her business in 2020 and she's already doing a million a year in revenue with a very lean team. That's fantastic. I yeah. mean, go, go women. Yes. <laughs> that's yeah. great. Those are two very cool concepts. Uh, and that's becoming uh, more and more popular. I've noticed I've come across a couple companies that are doing the custom suiting and it seems yes. to be like on a popular growth path. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's we great. have more, we have more money. We have more power. We have more need, just like you know, the guys who sit beside, sit behind the sports desk at ESPN, women want to show the flair, you know, in a, in a nice custom suit every once in a while. Yeah. Um, what I like about your fund too, uh, since you just described it so well, is that uh, a lot of funds, you know, you put your money in and they will only invest in one niche, like just CPG or just tech. Um, so it's nice that you have that diversification so that if you go into a Cassandra Capital Fund, that you're really diversifying what you're investing in. That's that's a very cool concept. Yes, that was important to me. That was important to me to give um, investors exposure to a lot of different opportunities. And so I wanted I set out to create almost kind of a mutual fund of right. funds, but but yeah. in um early stage and growth early growth stage women companies, women-led companies. Right. And how much are you raising on this first fund? First fund is only 20 million. So I'm starting mm -hmm. small. Uh but I'm I love no, I love women in the venture capital world. <laughs> only 20 million. <laughs> That's well, awesome. I've I've come to learn that that is quite small. Um but I you know my my goal with this initial fund is to prove the point um, and then quickly turn around and go into fund two, which will be a hundred million dollar fund. So I want to lay the groundwork, have some success, and then immediately move on to the next. Um, Love that. And so how do you meet your LPs? Are there angel groups in Texas or do you are, travel around the country? No, honestly. So here's the the sad, but sad state of VC in Texas. With the formation of myself, I am the only women-led venture fund investing in women in North Texas. There is Sarah Brand with True Wealth Ventures in Austin. And there is uh, the Artemis Fund, who has Julia Campbell and a, a couple of other women who are GPs. The Artemis Fund is down in Houston. And that's it. There's three yeah. of us here in Texas with all the wealth and resources and the population that we have here. I mean, right. we're a very large state and there's a lot of money here from several different industries. And so for me, there is no reason why right. we should be able to raise the 20 million rather easily. Not I, I think maybe Kelly Winget uh, might have a yes. fund. Oh, oh yes. No. Yes. Yes. She's private equity though. She's yeah. playing on a bigger, on a bigger stage. On a different level. Yeah. 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 Um, 
and I do have to just say it's Kelly and Winget, and yes. I noticed you're Wendy McGowan Ellis, and I'm thinking yes. it's a Texas thing that everybody <laughs> has three names. <laughs> it's kind of a Southern thing, but it's, you know, it's a Google thing. I was uh, McGowan for many years, and now I am Ellis, and Google didn't like me losing a name, so anyway. Yeah, so. yeah, no, it does make you very specific. I like yes. that, you know. Yeah. And, and speaking of that, people can find you where? Like, I take it you're on LinkedIn. Oh, yes. I'm on LinkedIn. So LinkedIn, all the slashes. And then Wendy with an I, Wendy, uh, W-E-N-D-I-W, McGowan, M-C-G-O-W-A-N, Ellis, E-L-L-I-S. Um, yeah, I'm really glad you spelled it because some people just listen to the audio on Apple or Spotify right. and we like people to be able to find you. Oh, and then uh, Cassandra Capital, I notice is .co yes. for your website, right? Yes, .co, not .com. So Cassandra Capital.co and you'll find all the information on our firm, our mission, me, the team, Um there's a data room there. There's you can download a one pager, one page summary. So plenty of information there. Great. So uh, women wanting to learn about uh, angel investing, becoming a limited yes. partner in your venture capital fund. It's something that uh, they can feel like you'll do some handholding and yes. Yes, Perfect. absolutely. So, so here in North Texas that we have a ton of resources for founders for founders, we have the DEC, which is the Dallas Entrepreneur Center, which is a 501c3 that um, provides a lot of mentoring, coaching classes. They have comprehensive programs to help female founders of both sexes, both genders, um, go work through that process. We also have the Goldman Sachs 10K SB program, um, very strong chapter here in Dallas um, with a very strong alumni organization that stays in touch and continues to move uh, founders along. We also have a newly forming chapter of the Kuretsu Forum, which is an angel network uh, that's an international angel network. We're forming a chapter. Um, another gentleman and myself are working on getting that off the ground here as soon as possible. And then we also have Laura Baldwin with Golden Seeds. Um, Golden Seeds is based in New York, but we have a strong chapter here in North Texas. Um, they are an, in the angel investing space. Um, so there's a lot of resources. I have a lot of those resources on my website as well. If you go to the insights section, you can see those resources. That's for founders. Um, and then there are other resources for if you're an investor, just want to be an investor, just hit me up on the site, hit the contact page, and I'm happy to have a conversation. About I love me that. Or any other, or any other funds that are here and in Dallas. As far and as far as I know, based uh, that I think uh, that Golden Seeds, as far as I know, was the first uh, women's angel group. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Here, here in Texas. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Or, or yes, out of New York. You are correct. They are. Mm -hmm. They are uh, several decades old now. So yes. Yeah. Well, uh, Wendy, thank you so much. Uh, I love that you have a wealth of resources on your site because I always love the show to tell people about wonderful resources, especially if you're in Texas and you want to become an angel investor, 
definitely uh, connect with Wendy and check out Cassandra Capital at uh, CassandraCapital.co. Uh, you can find me, of course, uh, Catherine Gray at Invest in Her um, on Instagram. And then, of course, visit our website, SheAngelInvestors.com. And we will... Uh, you know, put you in touch with people like uh, Wendy so that you'll figure out where you can start investing and getting started and helping move that 2% needle. So uh, look for She Angel Investors uh, on your social and um, remember to invest in her, ladies. That's what we're here to do. Yes. We're here to move that needle together. We got this. Yes. Right. Thanks, yes. Wendy, for being on. Everybody make it a great week. Thank you.